Hello and welcome to The Cure Podcast. My name's Sarah and I'm so happy you've decided to join me today. Pop the kettle on or pour yourself a glass of wine, sit back, relax and get ready to listen to a lot of waffling, some bizarre stories about my life, probably some swearing, I'm sorry I do have a potty mouth, and hopefully some insights that will be able to help you on your own journey. I just want to remind you that you're not alone and that things can definitely get better. And if I can do it, anyone can. I'll see you soon. Hello everyone. I hope you're having a great day so far. So today I want to talk about forgiveness and um, how it's actually helped me on my journey. Um, I know there's nothing more annoying than someone tell you, tell, telling you to forgive someone else. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> um, but it is just, it really is life-changing. Um, I think for so long I was, I had a lot of resentment and anger towards everything that happened to me as a child. I just like, it's so unfair. Why did this all happen to me? And how did, you know, how did they all get away with it? Um, I was sort of angry at the ministry team, um, at the church. Um, I was angry at everyone for excommunicating me, for, you know, my friends and family who cut me out. Um, I was angry about the teachers and the brainwashing that would happen and the all of the the anxiety and depression and, and chronic medical conditions that I was then left with. I just thought this is so unfair. Why am I having to pick up the pieces? And, you know, everyone, they just get to walk along, you know, scot-free and without any repercussions and although I didn't sort of realize it for a very long time but I was holding on to a lot of anger and um well and so much grief that I hadn't you know even started to look at um about what happened to me and I wanted an apology for so long I remember just being like because it came out as with many girls it came out that what the leader of the church was having multiple affairs and uh, surprise surprise and um, so when it all came out I got apology from a couple of people but not from many people and I thought you know when I left when I was 18 I was virtually 99% of my friends and family who I grew I spent the whole of my life with just didn't talk to me anymore or wouldn't respond to my text messages or my messages or anything and um, I just felt like it was so unfair why did that all happen to me and and the things that happened at the school and um, I just wanted an apology from the leadership I wanted them to say we are so sorry for you know for everything that we did and and because you know so many of us so many of the children who grew up in the school that was attached to the church um, we all th- we went through so much um, abuse like mental a lot of mental abuse also physical abuse and um, but because it was never validated by um, by anyone I was sort of swept <laughs> swept under the rug a lot of it got blamed on the leader of the church and then you know but nothing else you know no one else didn't have a hand in it and so uh I was just sort of waiting for this apology from yeah from the from anyone at the church to be like we're so sorry that we did this to you and to all of you children who are now dealing with anxiety and depression or or with your struggles in your life trying to start afresh you know learn how to live out in the real world um 
and I never got that and I for a long time was just like but I want it like I want an apology for everything they've done to us and I wanted a validation as well because there was never any validation that actually happened and I think even still today we've not really had that validation of this actually happened to you and it was fucked up and we're sorry um but what I've realized is you know I I pushed it down for years and years and years until inevitably you push it (laughs) and it comes back to bite you in the backside which it did a couple of years ago and um it was last February actually I had a full breakdown because I had just been like nothing happened to me you know I'm just gonna get on with my life and pretend nothing happened and I'm just reinventing myself which I'm all for, you know, I truly believe you can reinvent yourself. But in order to do that, unfortunately, you do have to look at what you've been through. Um, And so, yeah, it was last February, I actually properly started um, looking at what happened to me. I actually wrote an autobiography. um, And it was not, it was not pleasant. It was not a pretty sight. But what I was able to see in it was that I was able to sort of let go of whatever of what happened I was able to give myself that validation like give my little child um not my actual child but myself as a child I was able to give myself that validation of oh that wasn't acceptable you actually went through that and I honored that and I thought wow you're pretty strong to have gone through that and to still be standing um and I was eventually able to just let go of all of that resentment and that anger I had about everything had happened to me and how unfair it was because it wasn't serving me it wasn't doing me any good it was just sort of eating me up inside um there's that quote which is like you know being angry or resenting someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die (laughs) and uh so it's just I think so much time you sort of harbor all these like um anger and like I hate that person can't believe what they did to me you know they've never apologized the bastard but firstly you have no idea I had no idea you have no idea what people are people may be unpacking stuff themselves maybe they're having to live with that guilt Um, maybe they're too scared to apologize because they're so ashamed of what they've done like you just have no idea and people don't do these people don't just do shitty things just for the sake of it people go through pain and then they pass it on to the next person I know I've done stuff I'm not not proud of myself and um but when I was finally able to just forgive or forgive my parents forgive the teachers forgive the church you know everything that happened I was able to see like the beauty in what happened I know it's sort of hard to see but I realized how strong I am and I'm like wow I actually got through that myself and it's maybe who I am today and I no longer have to carry this burden of feeling angry and resentful at someone when I can just get on with my life and live the life that I want to now um and it's just so freeing and I've tried to use that even with I think sometimes in the words of Mr Rogers sometimes it's hardest to uh, to forgive the people we love the most. And I know um, I had my heart broken very severely about four years ago by someone I was very close friends with for a very long time before. Um, and I, I, and that was when obviously, I think that's when it's sort of, that sort of heartbreak was when the grief of my child and all of this stuff started to, it was like opening Pandora's box a little bit. It was all coming out the seams. Um, and I don't really have a choice whether I could look at it or not anymore. And um, when we broke up, 
um, or when we sort of, he said he, you know, couldn't, couldn't do it anymore. We, we were, it was going to be long distance. Um, all of those wounds from my childhood, all of the abandonment wounds, you know, all of that feeling of not good enough. And I, I think I just lost faith in the world in general. I just thought, what is the point in even trying anymore? Like this world is fucked up. Um, so I just sort of had, I cut him out obviously, cause that's what I'd learned how to do growing up. Um, and I was like, I was, was so much pain that I just was like, the only thing I can do is, you know, cut him out of my life. And we had, we had done so many amazing things together. We had, you know, we'd done amazing road trip down um, in the, from, he's from Portland, we'd from Portland to LA, we had traveled around the Philippines. We had been friends, you know, for so long. We had actually met in Australia. Um, and then we stayed like pen pals for a while. Well, we had, I had all these amazing memories with him, but I wouldn't allow myself to even, you know, give myself that. Cause I thought, oh, no, he's just a complete bastard. You know, can't believe he would not want to do long distance or, you know, cause I mean, to be fair, it, it, he hadn't communicated in the best way, but you know, we all live, <laughs> live and learn. But, um, I couldn't see, I couldn't see that. I just, I couldn't remember any of the nice memories about him anymore. I was just so hurt. And I just threw all of that in the bin, basically. Um, and then probably, I think it was about a year and a half ago. And I finally, well, it was actually, it was after my breakdown. And I realized how much pain I was holding onto in that whole situation. And I finally was like, I knew I needed to forgive him. And it was just, it was like a weight had been lifted. I was finally able to look back at our relationship and he was the first guy I'd been in love with ever in my whole life um because from a child I had closed my heart off a lot a lot and I realized he had actually taught me to open up and show myself to someone like I had been able to see all these amazing places um around the world and we had all these amazing experiences together and he had changed me as a person and I'd grown you know through the up and down we had together I'd grown as a person and and um, it was like the whole part of my life I could actually look back on and be really grateful for and be really just, I don't know. It, it was like taking, give me back a part of myself that I had not allowed myself to have because I was so angry and upset at him. And I actually ended up emailing him and, and telling him like how grateful I was for our relationship and that like, I'm sorry how I'd cut him out, but it like brought up a lot of my um, my childhood wounds and he sent me a lovely response and we were, I was able to make peace with it and I hope he was able to find some peace in that as well and realize that we were both going through different things. Yes, we both made mistakes, but we both learned from it and it was just like a weight had been lifted. And then as soon as I had let go of that, I was able to just open myself up for something new, for a new relationship or for new happiness. And I let go of all of that. Oh, well, the world's a shitty place. Nothing's ever going to get better. It was like I felt that spark of like hope again. Um, so I know forgiving is very difficult and I still find it hard to this day. It's very, and I'm not saying that you should just be forgiving everyone straight away and letting people walk over you. There's a very fine line I've realized between setting boundaries and, and respecting yourself and also being able to, to forgive as well. 
Um, and a big thing is forgiving yourself as well. Oh my God, there's so much stuff that I have done that I am not proud of, that I was ashamed of for so long. Like when I when I left when I was 18, I had no idea what it was like to live out in the real world. I did some really stupid stuff trying, <laughs> trying to learn what the real world was like. Um, and I know I've hurt people in the past as well. And it's like, we get hurt and then we don't know what to do with that pain. So we just pass on to the next person. Um, so I know there's stuff that I've done that I'm not proud of, but when you can actually own your shit and say, yeah, I fucked up, I made a mistake, but I did it because, you know, I was wanting validation or I was feeling hurt. So I was trying to hurt them back, um, you know, and, and actually just forgive yourself for what you've done and just say, yep, yeah, I made a mistake, but I, you know, I own it and I'm moving on from it and I'm making the decisions in the future. Um, and yeah, I now can look back at myself. I think for a long time, I would look back at my early twenties and think, oh my God, how embarrassing comes I did that. Oh, I'm so ashamed that I did that and whatever. But actually I didn't know any better and I was in a lot of pain. So that's why I did those things and having compassion for yourself. Um, and then just being able to move on from it and just setting yourself free and, um, so now I do really try and although there will be times where when I've been really hurt I will have to take a bit of time to process things and um, but at the end of the day being able to just forgive someone and realize that what happened happened you can't change it but by setting them free you set yourself free and it's like a really liberating experience and um Funnily enough, the other night I was thinking, oh, I, I think I want to do my first episode about forgiveness. If someone had said this to me a year ago, I would tell them to shut up. But, <laughs> but it's because it actually works, it really does. And um, I opened up the, this book I'm reading called Women Who Run With The Wolves. Um, the other night I couldn't sleep and I opened up the book to this page and it says forgive. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> so I just wanted to read a couple of little paragraphs, which I was like, I really liked. So it says, there are many ways and portions to forgiving a person, a community, a nation for an offence. It is important to remember that a final forgiveness is not surrender. It is a conscious decision to cease to harbour resentment, which includes forgiving a debt and giving up one's resolve to retaliate. <laughs> Who's had all those arguments in the head? I've had many arguments with people in my head. <laughs> you are the one who decides when to forgive and what ritual to use to mark the event. You decide what debt you will now say needs not be paid further. And then later on it says, you are not waiting for anything. You are not wanting anything. There is no lariat, lariat, I don't know what that word is, snare around your ankle, stretching from way back there to here. You are free to go. It may not have turned out to be the happily ever after, but most certainly there is now a fresh once upon a time waiting for you from this day forward. And I absolutely love that. So I hope that helps some of you out there. Um, I'd love to have your feedback or any questions you have. Like, I really want this podcast to be, um, create a bit of a community. Um, I know what it's like to really struggle with with your mental health and and to, to struggle with trauma and, and just feel like there's no hope left. So I'd love to have any questions you might have as well, of things um, that maybe you're struggling with or any questions you've got about my story. I would love to be able to use what I've been through to be able to help help you and help others out there who, who have struggled as well. Because I know what it feels like to just feel like you're alone and you're the only one, but you are definitely not um, alone. Um, so any questions, please just send them through to me. Um, as a little voice note and um, yeah I hopefully we'll catch up with you guys soon <laughs>